Welcome everyone to episode 69 of Missing Pieces. My name is Greg, and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's in my mind each week. And I want to thank you for taking time out of your week to be here with me. This happens to be my favorite thing that I do, and it's an honor to know that there's someone out there that wants to sit down and listen to what I have to speak about. It's an incredible thing, so thank you for that. This week's episode, though, it's going to go in a little bit of a reverse order. We're actually going to start out with Watch Attacked, because if you watched or listened to last week's episode, available everywhere the podcasts are available, I spoke about our family's interest in watching the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe of movies, at least the ones that are available on Disney Plus as of right now. And this was inspired by watching WandaVision, of all things. We sat down and watched the first two episodes that were available. Loved it, by the way. And it happened to be that I noticed that there was almost like a extras thing on there where they were talking about the backstories of the characters on there so you could see like the history of vision throughout all the marvel movies and you could see see it for wanda or the scarlet witch as well and it kind of we we sat down and watched that and it inspired us to be like hey maybe we should go back through these marvel movies because i haven't seen pretty much any of them since they came out i used to be a huge netflix subscriber back when you got discs and anytime like a new marvel movie came out i would always get that and i would watch it so some of these cases i haven't seen some of these movies in over a decade and i thought it'd be really fun especially with clark at the age that he is to go back through and we just start watching all of these and this week that's what we did i'm a man of my word and this one wasn't hard to keep because they're such good movies this week let me give you a list and a rundown of all of the movies that we watched we watched iron man Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, and that's where we ran out of time. And it was it was amazing, man. You guys are probably like, Greg, how'd you watch so many movies? It was literally like every night after dinner, we were like, okay, let's put on a movie. So that's what we did. And I had such a good time. We all did, actually, uh, watching these movies. And I thought f- I would sit down here and I'd talk to you a little bit about each one, give you like the high points and low points and my thoughts on them. I honestly wish, and I was thinking about this this morning when I was getting ready for this podcast, I wish I was one of those people that could sit down and really just eloquently discuss movies and shows and give you like everything you need to know about it and my feelings. Like I've seen people that have discussed like a 20 minute television episode and they could sit down for an hour and talk about that. I wish so much that I had the skill or talent to do that, but the best that I can do here, I think, is tell you like the things that I really liked and didn't like about some of the movies. And I'm gonna start with the beginning of the series, which is Iron Man. I remember really liking the Iron Man movies, but now upon rewatching them, I love the Iron Man movies. They're so good. In fact, like I, my whole perception of them was off because In my mind, up to watching them again, this is from years, watching them years ago, my favorites in order of the Iron Man movies would have been three, one, and then two. I thought Iron Man three was the best of the bunch. And upon rewatching them, the whole order is flipped for me. I think that Iron Man one is the best, followed by Iron Man two, like they're equal to each other. Then for me, Iron Man three kind of falls short of that. And I guess like why that opinion changed, I suppose, is because when I initially watched Iron Man two, I like, I knew, I always knew Iron Man one was really good. Like I love the backstory for me. It's kind of like Batman begins. It's like, how did Iron Man become Iron Man? And I'm going to try to be spoiler free here, even though these movies are super old. Um, but I, I loved Iron Man one, Iron Man two. When I watched it originally, I really felt like it was just too much. Like Iron Man is a rock star and it was just like too much like celebrating and too much of him being like, 
I guess who he is. Like it, it was, it's it's sort of like the rise and fall of Iron Man. And then three, I remember liking because it was it was everything that Iron Man two wasn't. It was like the fall of Iron Man, him having problems, and you know you see the suits getting destroyed in his Hall of Armor or whatever it is. I mean, I guess it's just his house. The Lego set is the Hall of Armor, but I, I remember liking that. But now upon watching Iron Man three, and this is going to go into spoiler territory. There's no way around it. I don't like how they did the old switcheroo on the villain, but I do like the villain in Iron Man 3, the Killian. Um, I don't know. I guess all those movies are pretty good, but I, I'm just going to say my order switched up a little bit. I don't think that Iron Man 3 is the best one. I would definitely go Iron Man 1, followed closely by 2 with 3 slightly lower. And I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on that as well. I know this is going to spark a lot of debate because the Marvel detectors are pretty serious people. Not quite as serious as the Star Wars people, I don't think. At least not as uh, not as aggressively serious, but uh, I, I guess we all have preferences and stuff. And this is upon me watching them a decade ago and then rewatching them again. Maybe if I watched through another time and I, I like watched them like, well, I pretty much did watch them back to back. Maybe that would change again, but I don't know. I think that's that's where I stand on those. Let's go on to Thor though for the next one. Thor didn't quite capture me as much as Iron Man did. I know there's. Like I guess the biggest appeal to Thor for me was seeing Thor on his on Asgard on his own planet and seeing like all of the the how cool that was. Him coming to Earth kind of was kind of brought it down a little bit for me. Love Natalie Portman, of course. Like I really enjoyed their interactions, even though like I, I've read online that apparently they they don't have very good chemistry in the movies. It wasn't something that I necessarily noticed, but I, I enjoyed Thor one just not quite as much as the Iron Man series. Like I would definitely choose Iron Man first, but then. Thor 2, which is the Dark World. That one, oh, I, I feel bad about this movie, honestly, because when we watched it originally, I remember getting it on like on Netflix, back when discs exist, like I mentioned earlier. You guys, some of you young kids are like, what, what's a disc? I don't even know what that is. But I fell asleep during Thor 2, the Dark World, originally. So this is going to be like, when we rewatched it, I was like, okay, this is going to be my chance. And I fell asleep again. I watched maybe like 30 minutes of it. It wasn't because the movie's terrible, although some people may disagree with that. I I was just super tired. We've been, I mentioned last week, we've been getting up very early and we've been like hitting the ground running. We're doing live streams in the morning, which we'll talk about here in a bit when we actually get in the Lego portion of my Lego uh, podcast here. But I fell asleep for like half an hour. Then I woke up during like this epic battle that was happening. I was like, oh yeah, this is the end. This is going to be great. And then it wasn't the end, and the movie went on for like another 40 minutes. And I just, I couldn't get into it. I don't know what it is. I don't know if maybe, like, I, I don't feel like I can really judge Thor 2. Because I don't think you can judge a movie when you fall asleep for half of it. But I think maybe I need to go back and, and give it another chance. I know it's like the low point. And a movie we haven't watched yet, which is Thor Ragnarok, I've I watched when it came out. And I remember loving that one. I remember that one, like, taking Thor to the next level for me. Um... But I think there are some elements of Dark World that I like. I really love Loki. He's probably one of my favorite characters from the whole Thor movie line or series. I just I think he's great, even though he's the you know uh, can I say villain? Somewhat villain. It's debatable. He's a complicated character. But I really I really love Ragnarok, and I'm looking forward to eventually getting to that, which I want to speak on for just a moment here. I know we are. We're doing these in the order that they came out in in theater, kind of like, I don't know, in the phases that 
Disney lists them in. Some people in the comments, and I've seen this online as well, have recommended that you do them in chronological order. So the first movie you would watch would be Captain America, then you watch Captain Marvel, and then you would go down through like in the, the years that they supposedly took place. And maybe that would be a good idea. So I'm kind of wondering if we're doing this in the wrong order, but now that we're kind of committed into this, I feel like I feel like this is the way we have to go. Other highlights that I really love from our watchathon was Avengers. I feel like Avengers is probably my favorite movies of the series like I love I love Infinity War and Endgame I don't think there's any taking those two movies away as my absolute favorites uh, but Iron Man is up there as well so I love those series I'm gonna wait to comment on Captain America until we watch Winter Soldier which we're gonna be doing tonight and then I'll tell you what I think about those and which ones of those I like the best but I remember thoroughly liking Winter Soldier back when it came out when I watched it and uh I don't think that's going to change. Even though like my my opinion of Iron Man 3 kind of went down a little bit. I think Winter Soldier is is better than the original Captain America movie, but I'll hold off judgment on that. But I'm excited because some of these movies that we're going to be getting into, like I haven't even I haven't seen Black Panther yet. I watched a little bit of it. I didn't like it, but I think if I give it a chance, I, I'm I'm sure it's pretty good. I know a lot of people have uh, have told me how much they love it. And some people, it's their favorite movie. So that's going to be one that I'm excited about. I know uh, someone mentioned in the comments that I'm obviously not going to have the Spider-Man stuff because it's not a Disney+. Plus. So we might have to either rent those. I didn't see the newest one, which is, I think, Far From Home. I haven't seen that one yet. So I need to see that before Endgame. It's going to be kind of complicated, I guess. Uh, but, dude, it's, it's fantastic. I think I'm becoming a Marvel detector. I've been loving watching these movies. I love the world that they exist in. I just, there's so much awesomeness about it, and it's cool sharing that with, with your family, like having Mrs. Brickitech there and Clark Man, who's just beyond hyped on this, and you're going to be seeing some of this in the vlogs coming up if you're on Greg's World, it's, and also on, on the Lego channel as well, you're going to be seeing some things that we've been acquiring because of our, uh, the inspiration that we've gotten from watching these movies, which I kind of want to talk about here, I'm, I, I might do, once this is all done, I might do like a, a huge live stream Maybe, I mean, not huge in terms of t people, I suppose, but just like I'm going to do like a stream where maybe we can just sit down and we can talk about all kinds of things Marvel. And it might help if I have other people there with me to kind of bounce off of, because as I mentioned, I'm just, I'm not very good at like articulating my thoughts on a particular movie. I wish I could. I can just tell you like what I enjoyed and what maybe I didn't enjoy. And I don't know. I just, I guess I'm never going to make it as a movie reviewer. I do have a dream of someday being a fast food reviewer, and I'm, I'm slowly making my way there. Uh, but movie, movie reviews, I think I need to maybe work on. Maybe if I start listening to some movie review podcasts and watching some videos, I can learn the tips and tricks. Um, but I do love this, this style of, of communication, so maybe, maybe it's something I could work on. We all have things that maybe we're not good at in life or, or we feel we're not very good at, and I think maybe practice makes perfect, so I can just start working my way up. I'll watch a movie. Then we'll do an episode or something where we talk about it. Greg Talks Movies, the new podcast series coming out soon. I don't need another podcast, guys. We'll just do it as a part of this one. I, I have too many things on my plate as it is. Uh, but speaking of things on my plate, I've been really getting into Marvel Lego sets, of course. Because these movies, like every time I watch a movie, I'm like, oh, I wonder what Lego sets came out for that. And I see ones that I regret passing on. And I see like minifigs that I really want. And I want to talk about my love of Lego minifigures or minifingers or sig figs, whatever they're called these days. It's been an element of Lego collecting that recently I've been really, really excited about. You guys saw us go through our minifig collection and we have a couple bins full and getting them fixed up. And I love doing that. That was really fun. 
uh, just checking those out. But now I'm looking at the Marvel ones and I'm like, oh, I really need a Vision minifig or I really need that Iron Man or I really need that War Machine. And it's like I, I feel myself getting into this world and I've been going to BrickLink. And uh, it's it's a dangerous thing, and I've been I've been like scouring there to try to see what I need and where these minifigures are exclusive, and how I could get them, or if maybe eBay. And I've made a couple purchases on eBay in the last week, trying to score some things that I've been really wanting, and I've been finding some good deals. Surprisingly, I actually found some decent eBay deals on some Marvel sets, and uh, it's getting me the things that I really want to get. But it's it's like this debate, and I was going to get your guys' opinion on this. What do you prefer to do in cases where you just want the minifigs? And say the minifigs because they they are like exclusive or rare or whatever. Let's just give a a, a possible set the number out here. Let's say that the minifigs collectively are worth forty dollars in what in a, like say a ninety dollar set. You could get the set for ninety or you can get the minifigs for forty. What do you do, especially if you're not overly interested in the the remainder of the set, and you just really thoroughly want it for the minifigs? Do you spend the extra fifty dollars to get the rest of it because you're already spending forty on the minifigs, or do you cut your losses and you just get the minifigures themselves? I've been kind of weighing that out in my mind, and, and so far in the the two instances that I've come across, it's made more sense for me to get the set. I think. But I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. I think that could be a great conversation topic, uh, especially for those of you that are just very interested in minifigure collecting. And uh, especially with like sets, like I know some of you guys say, well, you could just, you know, part it out and put it in your collection. But some of the, maybe some of the pieces you're not overly interested in, like they're very like specific to the set, for example. Um, Thanos Ultimate Battle is one. I think maybe I'll talk more about next week because it's, it's on its way here. I, I made a special eBay order. Um, on one that's not fully complete, just because I wanted the Thanos big fig and the Infinity Gauntlet and a couple of the other minifigs from it. But for me, like when you add up the cost of those, it made more sense just to buy this incomplete set, which was I think forty dollars. It's missing like bag one, so I won't be able to build the entire ship. But I get I think all the minifigs except Star Lord. I get the Thanos big fig with which Thanos is. I think this is a good example and justification for what I did. That that big fig is going for like fifteen to twenty dollars, and I got all of this, like pretty much most of that set with Iron Man and Gamora, I got that for 40 shipped. So in my mind, that made more sense. But, you know, some cases, maybe it makes sense just to get the minifig. Like, for example, there, I didn't expect to go this deep into this, but since we're here, let's do this. Uh, the Avengers Helicarrier, the new one that came out, not the micro scale one. I want the war machine from that. That war machine goes for about 20 to $25. I've seen that set brand new go for about 90 on eBay. With all the other ex minifigs, not all are exclusive. I don't think I don't think any of them are exclusive to that set necessarily. Like I think you could get variants of them. Um, Nick Fury is in there as well. The minifigs collectively are probably like forty bucks. So this is a perfect example of that. What do you do? What do you do? It's from Speed. What do you do? You shoot the hostage is what you do. Somebody that's old enough knows what I'm talking about there. Uh, but yeah, I've been kind of dabbling in that, and that's taken me to BrickLink. I've been having a lot of fun shopping on BrickLink, probably too much fun. I just really love the website. I love going on there, and you can like look for any kind of Lego elements you want. You can look at minifigs. Then when you get into someone's store and they have something, you're like, what else do they have? And you're looking. I know some of you guys out there that are, are BrickLink people. You know what I'm talking about. Like It gets to be a little bit of an addicting experience, uh, checking stores and seeing where you can get stuff cheaper, and if you can bulk these things together. I've been been having fun on there. I do want to talk about something about BrickLink with you BrickLink people that maybe you can answer a question for me or we can make this a topic as well. And that is when you buy on BrickLink and you have stores occasionally that will 
just give you your total right there and you can pay right away using PayPal or whatever means that you pay with. And then there's other stores. And this happened to me this week where they invoice you later. Like, I guess maybe they figure out what the shipping cost is going to be. Uh, and then they send you an invoice. And this week I made an order on that, uh, on a couple things. I won't spoil it here, but I, I ordered it on Sunday. Then I completely forgot that the seller was going to invoice me later. And it was like Thursday before I went back and checked my email. I don't check my email often. I don't, I don't really get much email. And if I do, it's just kind of like, it's kind of like spam stuff. So I ended up checking my, my email and this, this lady had sent me like three messages. She's like, Hey, uh, I've got your order together. All you have to do is pay for it and I'll ship it out right away. And like, she sent this a couple of times. I felt so bad because she probably did pack it and did everything. Um, but then I paid for it and I just thought, man, how inefficient is that? That we, you, you make this purchase for a couple of reasons, actually, you make this purchase and you don't fully know what the total cost is going to be, especially maybe with bigger stuff. Like say you buy a Lego set for $80 on BrickLink. That's maybe 90 on eBay. And they tell you that they're going to invoice you for the shipping. You don't know whether that's actually going to be more expensive than it was on, on eBay. And I don't think you're fully committed to paying for it like you are if you win an auction or whatever. Like if she sent me a thing that said, oh, the shipping on that's going to be uh, $75, I'd be like, yeah, no. But um I just wish it was more efficient. I wish like the, the calculations could already be done in some way. Like BrickLink should know what the the cost of shipping is or postage. And then if the seller wants to tack on some handling fees or whatever, and you know what the weight's going to be based on the, the pieces and the packaging a little bit, at least you have an inkling. Why not just like slightly overcharge what you think it's going to be and either refund it or just keep it? I don't know. It's just something I'm thinking about. Of course, I have no experience in BrickLink. I've never sold on there. I'm completely ignorant to it, but I can just tell you from a customer's point of view, I would rather when I'm on there ordering, I'd rather just pay right now and be done with it than make my order and then have to come back and find out what the shipping charges are going to be and then uh, eventually pay for it. So if you have ever sold on BrickLink, and I know some of you guys have, or if you have a BrickLink store and I'm jealous of your super amazing organization. Let me know what you do. And if, uh, if that makes more sense for you, I would, I totally, I would understand. Right. Um, and maybe if, if maybe you've tried that before, if you tried both ways and which one works better, I'd like to know that as well. Or if you, maybe you're a customer and you, 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 you feel my, my, the same way as me or different. I think that's, I think this makes for good conversation. I'd love to talk more about this next week because I'm sure I'll be, I'll be back on BrickLink buying some things. In fact, I might be buying a whole bunch of Lego studs on there. There's a certain thing that I want to work on. You can probably guess what it is. And I, I need some studs for it. So, uh, we'll, we'll see how expensive they are. I've been, I've been looking around at some different colors and stuff and it's surprising how, how much of a variant there is on them. Like some are fractions of a penny. Some are like four or five cents a piece. It's very, very odd, but BrickLink, it's a fun thing and I've, I've been enjoying it. Let's talk more about Lego. You guys like Lego here, right? This is a Lego podcast, also a Marvel podcast, apparently. Uh, let's talk about some things I was working on this week. Clark and I have uh, been continuing to destroy the Overwatch backlog that was sent to us by Zach Holmes of the Zach Log, also a Patreon detector. Super supportive guy. I, I said in the Patreon stream that him and Builders310, between them two, they're the reason that I have a backlog right now, but I'm trying to defeat these guys and defeat the sets. And Clark, Clark and I have been doing the morning streams on BrickTech Live, which is our live streaming channel. And it's been awesome. Like we found like this little, this little routine that we get into where we get up, we do some things, I get some editing done. And Clark goes to school about 930. So just after eight o'clock every day, we come down here and turn the cameras and the lights on. And for about an hour or so, 
we sit down and we just build a Lego set. And we built through a couple this week and uh, been chatting with people and having a great time. It's just like that morning energy is there that I talked about last week. It, it, the, the chat's been pretty cool. I've moderated a whole bunch of my friends. Like if you're a Patreon or patron, you're, you're a moderator. And they've cleaned up the chat so much that it's just like it's a, it's a cool conversation. It's a fun place to be. And I've been enjoying it thoroughly. I plan to continue doing this. I guess I'm going to become like a daily streamer, trying not to get burnt out on things or taking it too far. But like I mentioned earlier, like this is what I love to do. I love just sitting down here and just, it's even more fun there because it's like a live thing. And I would make these missing pieces live, but I think it'd be way too distracting. And I think for people that are listening to this as a podcast, like if you're sitting down, you put your earbuds in, I think me going back and forth with, with chat that they can't see or doesn't exist in their world would be like very difficult. Um, but I do love that interaction. Like this would be so much better. This episode, personally, in my opinion, would have been much better in the beginning when I was talking about the Avengers and if I was talking about all the Marvel stuff, if I could have had someone to bounce that off of, like, or many people to bounce that off of. So maybe, like I said, we'll do a, we'll do a stream on that. Maybe that can become a part of our conversation in the morning as we're building our, our Marvel sets, which speaking of that, this morning I made a bit of an acquisition through a friend on Instagram who messaged me and said that they noticed that I was getting into this preemptively, I guess. And uh, they offered me some sets at a discount and they gave me a list and I was like, oh my gosh. And there's two that I really wanted. And, uh, and I sent him the money this morning. So he's going to be sending those out. So maybe while we're building those, we can do our, we can do our Marvel discussion and you guys can help me out with becoming a better, uh, movie reviewer or whatever we want to call it. Uh, but we've been getting through the Overwatch sets, uh, having a great time with the morning streams. I feel like if I get up every day and we do like these streams and Clark and I are hanging out, it's going to help us progress through the backlog. We're shooting reviews of these two, so you'll see them on the main channel. But I think I might have touched on this last week. I'm thinking like once Clark goes to school and it's just poor old Greg sitting here being all lonely all day, I think I'm going to become a streamer. Like I just... I'm just really into it, and I would love to have like a schedule where I go live every day. Like I think about these Twitch streamers, these guys that, that stream video games, and it seems like a really f awesome thing when they have like a whole bunch of their peeps with them, and they're they're doing the thing that they love to do. And I love the I love how personal it is. Like I could upload a million videos, right, and and put them out there, but there's something special about being there live and then do like knowing that while I'm doing this, you're doing this, and like we're here together. And I I don't know. I just I just want to. I just want to see what that's like. So later this year, you might see a lot more streams coming out of me, uh, if, if that's even possible. And uh, just delving into that world of being a streamer, whether it's be building uh, Lego sets or getting into video games or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever my whatever is calling me, I can go into. And I love having that that flexibility and the ability to make decisions like that. Like, it's it's tough. Like, I remember back when I worked at my job and how a lot of days felt very similar. And, you know... It, with whatever job you have, you probably were employed to do maybe one thing really well or maybe several things really well. And that's that's what your life consists of at that job. With doing YouTube, it's like if I want to completely take a different direction, I can do that. And uh, it's I would say it's a little dangerous to do that if you're into one very particular thing or if people are interested in like a certain product or, or thing that you do. But if you develop a channel, like Greg's World is a good example of this. If you develop a channel around who you are as a person and people are following you to see what your journey is, you could do pretty much anything, right? Like I could decide tomorrow that all I want to do is videos where I'm, I'm riding a bicycle or something. I don't know. I'm picking something random. Riding a bicycle and I have the camera on me and I talk about my life while I'm riding bikes. And although some people may, may leave because that's not obviously what they truly wanted on this channel, 
you'll find an audience of probably bike enthusiasts that, that start to find you and you develop that audience. So I don't get too concerned about catering to my audience. I see people sometimes that get worked up when they put a video out and they lose three subscribers or something like that or get a dislike or whatever. But for me, it's like if someone's gonna unsubscribe because of something that you did that you're passionate about or that you were interested in, let them go, that's okay, it's not It's not a big deal. Like you, The numbers always going up isn't the most important thing. It's much better to have an audience of people that, that are with you for what you wanna do and if that thing that you do changes or that person you are changes, like you were like a really sweet loving guy or whatever and then you became like a, a serial killer or something, I don't know, I'm, I'm taking this probably too far. I can see them leaving but like if, if, if you're true to yourself then just let, just let things work their way out because they certainly will and don't feel compelled to do something and this doesn't just apply to YouTube. I feel like advice detect is, is, is coming through my veins right now. The thunder from, from Thor is coming through me. Don't do things because you think other people will like you because you do them or that seeking other people's approval. Do the things that you want to do. And if people don't like it, they can vamoose as far as I'm concerned. That's my uh, my honest, honest thoughts there. So let's go on to the next thing. I, uh, another build news. Finish the police station. I'm going to slide it over here for you guys so you can see it. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm going to describe it for you. The police station is done. I'm going to pick it up a little bit so you guys can see it that are watching this. Um, it's a it's a cool set, man. It's really cool. I'm so thankful that I got this. I ended up getting this through Patreon. I bought this for our hundred dollar Patreon tier, two months worth. And I was gonna build it and enjoy it and then break it down and send it out, but I decided differently. I decided that I want to keep it, and uh, I just bought a new one for the for the Patreon person. And this is uh, this is gonna stay with us. And I, I'm I'm loving the world of Lego modulars. At not, am I loving it as much as the Marvel universe? movies and 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 uh game or not games i might get into marvel games we'll see uh minifigs and sets i don't know if it's quite to that appeal but i i still i still think it's a great set and i'm i'm very anxious to get into the other modulars that i have in my backlog i've got a slew of them i've got half of the bookstore the actual bookstore which builder sent us which i'm thankful for and i think i'm going to build that next i also have the parisian restaurant which to me was a grail set for me. Like I remember looking at this one years and years ago and I was very close to buying it, but then I ended up getting the diner, which is my other modular that I've built. And I love the diner. That may be my favorite one. I think I like the diner better than the police station guys. Sorry for anyone that loves the police station, but I also have assembly square and I've got the brick bank and I'm very hesitant to open up the brick bank. Cause I know the price on that is going up. Um, but I don't buy these sets just to look at as much as it may look that way. I buy them to build. I also want to get the corner garage. It's on my list. So we're, uh, you know, we're maybe getting into that world. So stay tuned for that. But I just wanted to share that with you. We finished that last night on our, our Patreon stream. I built this set exclusively on Patreon and it was fun streaming with the peeps there. It's a whole different feel. Like as much as I love the public streams, I really love the Patreon ones because it feels like a small family there and I know everybody and we really get like that that community vibe going, uh, which speaking of that, I need to thank a Patreon detector for joining us. I want to thank Eli for joining. He actually just joined. He joined our discord today. We have a discord through Patreon too. So it's like a cool thing. And he's on there today chatting. And he apparently was a Patreon detector uh, before, had some things come up in his life. And now he's back in the game again. And it's, it's cool to see him there. So Eli, thank you for joining. If any of you guys want to join us on Patreon, we do lunch and Lego every Tuesday, which uh, is basically what it sounds like. We do, uh, we, eat a, we make a lunch, and I always try to do something different, something weird. And then we, we build a Lego set and it's a fun time. We also do Friday night patrons streams that happen seven o'clock Eastern every Friday. And last night's, in my opinion, was probably 
probably the best one that we've ever done. I it was it was so good. It was such a fun time. Clark Man was there. It was oh, so good. Anyways, that's enough talking about Patreon. Let's talk about is Brickatech buying it? Probably should have made a video on this because I get asked all the time in streams, and it would be good just to kind of make a make a video and be like, hey, this is my thoughts on it. But the medieval blacksmith shop. If you had to guess, would you think that Brickatech is buying it or Brickatech isn't buying it? I think I think we all know the answer. Brickatech is in fact buying it. I see it comes out February first. Legos killing me this year with these releases like they go from the police station and then they're like hey that's cool and all but let's do this epic set called ninjago city gardens and then they're like eh, it's been a couple weeks let's release the blacksmith shop and i'm like the money's just like it's it's flying um thinking about making that a day one purchase i was gonna wait for a promotion that's why i didn't buy ninjago city gardens yet i'm kind of like what are you gonna do in february lego you're gonna give us something really awesome here like you should do something related to the blacksmith shop. That'd be great, like a build. Please do something buildable, though. Give me, Don't give me a poster. I see they're doing the coin thing through VIP, and I've been kind of contemplating whether I should spend my VIP points on that to get all the coins in the little holder uh, that's coming up. But I don't know. I, don't, I, I guess I would probably enjoy that more than getting money off of a Lego set. Like, the, uh, instead of my Lego set being $100, it's $90. I think I would enjoy having something in hand versus that as a collectible piece. So I might go on and do that if they're still available. But yeah, I'm going to buy that set. I think it's pretty cool. It reminds me of uh, that set from my childhood, the blacksmith shop that I dreamed about, but never we never could afford or whatever. So now's my chance, you know. Uh, it's one of the greatest things. Like, I know there's probably some kids listening to this. You know, it's awesome being a kid. There's a lot of fantastic things about it, like not having any worries. But when you're an adult, things get so much better. Like, for example, if you want something like that, and if you have the means to do it, you can get it, right? You want to eat ice cream every single night? You can do that. The thing is, you just have to, you have to prepare for the consequences. You have to know about the consequences. Everything you do has a positive and equal reaction. Uh, so if you, if you want to eat pizza and ice cream all the time, or if you want to uh, buy every Lego set ever. You might be super overweight and super in debt, but hey, maybe you'll be happy. And if, if your happiness should be the most important thing to you, but also your health and your financial stability. Balance, my friends. That's what we do here. We try to find balance. One of my life goals. I want to talk to you guys next. This is going to change. We're going to change gears here quite a bit. This one's going to be one where we all need to start thinking a little bit because I want to talk to you about a topic that I was actually inspired by Shy Time. My good buddy, Shy Time is my time here on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to his channel, you're, you're missing out. Fantastic guy. Makes great videos, but he's even better person than he is a video maker. Was, does that sound bad? Does that sound like I'm insulting his videos? I meant to say like he's a really good guy, okay? <laughs> Sorry, Shy, for listening to this. I don't mean any, I don't mean that you're a bad video maker. But he made a video this week that intrigued me because I think it was titled uh, How I Take Instagram Photos. And I've always been a huge fan of Shy's Instagram photos. They're like, they're so beautiful. Like his Lego videos, oh, they're, they, they're, they're gorgeous. And I'm like, I gotta know this man's secrets. So his video, he does a great job of explaining his, his different profiles that he has on there or accounts and how he takes the photos. And the one in particular that I was interested in was his Lego one and he showed about, or showed how he cleans up his house, which I think we can all relate to, if, like if you're in the Lego YouTube space or whatever, where you try to make your place look a little cleaner than it typically is. So you can get like that perfect shot. And he was talking about how he takes like hundreds of photos and tries to get them aligned just right and uh, just to get that perfect one. And then he also went on to talk about how he's he's not really necessarily doing this to to grow his channel or to promote anything, but he just 
he just loves it. And he actually, I left a comment for him and he actually replied that his biggest motivator is the artistic expression was the phrase that he used. And I really love that. And I wanted to not just talk about Instagram, but I want to talk about motivation in general. This is actually a conversation that Mrs. Bricktech and I were having this morning. I was like, oh, this ties in so perfectly. She's a 11th grade teacher, as most of you know. And she was talking about the motivation or lack thereof of her students, not only in doing work, but just things in general. And I was thinking about Th that combined with Shy's video and how he was motivated to share himself artistically on Instagram. And I was thinking about what is what are our motivating factors? And I wanted to maybe make this a conversation that we could do an extra pieces episode on. So this would be one where Mrs. Brickitect would come in and uh, we would just do an audio only thing just for the podcasting platforms where we talk about the topic of motivation. Did this once before, I think for it was, uh, should kids have cell phones? I like these big topics, but let's talk about motivation. What is the thing that motivates you? Do you find yourself lacking motivation? Do you find yourself super motivated? Is there certain times of the day where you, you're, you're more motivated than others? Uh, if you're, a, if you're a, a kid, do you find yourself like wanting to do things, but not really being able to get up the, the, the ambition to do it. I find that like with teenagers and I'm, I'm not grouping anyone into one category because I, I found myself doing that before and I never want to do that. Um, but I, I see, I see teenagers like missing opportunities because they're just like, I don't want to say lazy, but just like, ah, I just, I just rather not, you know, like especially people with like YouTube channels, for example. And I know I'm like, I push for people to have YouTube channels more than they would ever want one in their life. But it's like, Hey man, you have this opportunity. Like, why not take it? You know, like, like just, just do it. Right. Thank you to our sponsor, Nike. I want to thank you for that. But I, I thought it'd be fun to get a conversation going regarding motivation. I'll tell you the thing that motivates me. I, I love sharing my life. That thing motivates me every day. And the fact that I get to do that for a living, that keeps me keeps me driven. If I didn't have that, I think it would be tough for me. I guess I've always had like goals. Like prior to that, prior to doing all this YouTube stuff, like my goal was to get out of debt. So like I would work and I'd be careful how I spent my money. And I was always like looking for that thing. And I find that if I don't have that big goal, my motivation for life really goes down, you know, not to the point of like depression or whatever, but it's like, what's my purpose? Like, what am I, what am I doing here? And I thought it'd be fun to talk to not only adults that maybe are, are, like you, you are lacking motivation and what you think that is, or maybe adults that are super motivated and like you, you, you know what you're going for and like you're always on the, on the go, but also teenagers, kids, like no matter what your age is, I'd like to hear back from you on this. Like, how do you, how do you feel about your motivation level? Are there things that are happening maybe in the world or in your personal life that have, have stunted your motivation? Do you find yourself instead of like being a doer, do you find yourself maybe just getting on social media and looking through it and you're like, yeah, that's enough. Um, I don't know. I, I like shy, for example, I, I like, I love his, his idea behind Instagram being a, a place of artistic expression. Me personally, like this is kind of going back outside the world of motivation, I suppose, but uh, maybe still within it, but I do want to hear back from you. If there's anything that you comment this week's episode, let me hear about your motivation, your thoughts on motivation, something that you'd like me and Mrs. Brickitect to talk about in a, an upcoming episode or uh, something that we could share that you feel comfortable sharing, even if you, you don't want us to share your name or whatever, that's fine, or your username. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Instagram and how I, I think it should be used. Like I love shies, for example, the artistic expression. Me personally, I've kind of gotten away from Instagram. I really, 
I like it as, I used to like it as a messaging platform. That's where I kept in touch with all my friends. And I still go on there occasionally to, to message back people that message me. I don't actively use it to, to look through posts and things. And the, I guess the main reason for that is I feel like a lot of the people that I was seeing on there, it was, it was mainly Lego YouTubers. And most of what I was seeing was just people like taking their thumbnail image and being like, new video is out, link in, link in bio or whatever. And to me, like, I feel like Instagram should be used like Shy's using it, where you're sharing something special or something extra. Like, if you are a Lego YouTuber, I'd like to see, like, maybe, like, a behind-the-scenes thing or something other than just your thumbnail with, like, it, almost like an advertisement. To me, when I was getting on Instagram, it felt very much like it was just an ad. It was like an ad for YouTube where I could just go to my YouTube page and be like, click on subscriptions and be like, see the same thing there. I understand why people have that motivation. Like obviously you want people that are scrolling through Instagram because I think it happens quite often. It's a, it's a, it's a comfort activity, you know? And it's like, oh, that new video from my favorite person's out. Let me click that. And it, it makes sense. But for me personally, as a user, and this kind of goes back to BrickLink, like we all have different like um, interests or reasons for doing things or uh, preferences, I suppose. Um, I like to see something more. Like I want to see like some cool photos. I like to see some beautiful uh, Lego sets on display with this nice plants in the background and the perfectly diffused light like Shy's. Um, or I want to see like behind the scenes, like say I built this police station. I'd like to see like maybe like like the last bag like laying on the table and be like getting the last bag or like me like the, my favorite piece from it or a cool minifig. Something that you couldn't get anywhere else, I guess. Something special. Um, I know people tend to use Instagram as well for for like uh, showing their best selves as well. Like we always like want to show like the time that we did something amazing. Like I just got done climbing Mount Everest. This is me at the top. You never show like the time that you you uh, stubbed your toe on the coffee table and like you're laying on the ground uh, writhing in pain. You don't show that. You don't show like the, the bad stuff. And I've gotten a lot of comments from people. Maybe this is just me. Like I've gotten a lot of comments from people that like our, our journey because we share like a little bit of everything, you know, it's not like every day is the greatest day of my life. Like you see in some places, it's like, Hey, today is a day of my life. And this is like, this is the cool thing that happened. This is the time that Clark had some drama and we had to deal with it. Like it's, it's everything. So, um, not intended to be an Instagram rant or to, to hurt anyone's feelings that maybe just shares himself at the top of Mount Everest with their, uh, built Lego set that has Lincoln bio to when they build a Lego set on Mount Everest. Uh, it's just, just my thoughts and feelings on it. I much prefer discord. I like communicating through my, through discord to my friends on there. That's, that's my jam right now. But, um, if you guys want to check out Shai's video, do that. If you want to make amazing photos, Shy's your man for that. So shout out to Shy. Thank you. Uh, he's a Patreon tech too. Thank you, Shy, for everything, man. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I want to talk about this week. Again, if there's enough interest in the whole motivation discussion, and I think having Mrs. Protect here where we can bounce it off each other, I think it could turn into something really awesome. Uh, so I'm anxious to hear your thoughts on that or your feelings or um, how unmotivated or motivated you are and some of the things that are, are positively or negatively affecting that. Let me know. We're going to go into the final part of this episode that's now getting a little bit longer than I anticipated. This part's called listener feedback and it's, it's fantastic because I love hearing from you guys. And I'm just going to jump right into this with the first feedback from The Brick Patch who says, Hey Greg, first time commenting. I love that. I always listen to this on Spotify every time it comes out. So I've never commented before. I hope you and Mrs. Brooktech really enjoy the MCU. That's Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, my sister and I always watch the movies together. We started over the summer quarantine, and we love WandaVision. Dang it! I almost forgot to talk about WandaVision. Episode 3? Oh my goodness, it's so good. It's so weird. It's so awesome. There's some big things happening. If you have any amount of free time, go ahead and watch WandaVision. You you won't regret it. It's, it's, it's quirky 
and it's fun and there's like this bigger thing that's happening and I'm not going to spoil anything but it's really cool. Uh, Marvel talk aside, I kind of miss I kind of miss advice attack. I kind of miss the vice attack. Uh, I think that's how you spell it. And your opinions on life. You have some very wise words. Thank you. Um, that's uh, that's debatable. Uh, I'm thinking of selling some of my old Lego sets, the ones that gather dust on shelves to buy a new phone. Nothing wrong with the phone I have now, but I've always wanted an iPhone, and I wanted to get your opinion on selling old Lego sets. I'm also finding it very difficult to upload videos on my YouTube channel because it's very difficult to be motivated to post. So I resulted posting way more on my Instagram. How do you get over a motivation block? Love the podcast. Keep it up. Oh, my God. I made this. I pulled this like a week ago. Or no, it was maybe like two days ago. I had no idea that this comment literally touched on everything that I talked about in this episode. This may be the great, <laughs> this is like so perfect. Okay, first of all, let's go down through this. We are in fact loving the MCU, which you probably already are aware of. Your advice that you're looking for. So there's nothing wrong with your phone currently, but you want an iPhone and you're thinking about selling some Lego sets to finance that. I don't know if I would do that. If you have a working phone right now, I wouldn't sell your sets because I, I fell, I've fallen into this trap. Not exactly like you, but similar. The, when the PlayStation 2 came out, I wanted it, right? Like everyone did. And I took my PlayStation 1 and all my PlayStation 1 games that I thought I would never play again, and they were just going to sit and collect dust on a shelf like your Lego sets. I took them to GameStop or Electronics Boutique or whatever it was called then, EB Games, and I traded them all in so I could get some money off of my PlayStation 2. And they probably gave me like 28 cents per game or something, something stupid. And I saved a couple dollars that day. But you know what I don't have now as, as a much older and retrospective adult is all of those PlayStation 1 games that I enjoyed. I no longer have them. I don't have the, the, the console. And maybe it wouldn't matter, but like for nostalgia purposes, I think you're going to enjoy having these Lego sets way more than you're going to love having a new iPhone. And two years from now, when the iPhone... Uh, 13 or 14 is out and you have an iPhone 12 or whatever, you're just going to want a new phone then. And like, it's, it's, it's just going to get lost. Like I would, I don't, technology is a bad thing to invest in. Lego is a good thing to invest in, at least in my, my humble opinion. And to, uh, to some other friends that I have out there that tend to, uh, go a little crazy on the Lego, uh, hunting and, uh, are probably making better returns than the stock market, to be honest. So if you're seeking my advice and you're willing to take it, I would say stick with your phone you have currently Keep your Lego sets, but if you really want a new phone, find a way to maybe earn some money. I don't know how old you are, um, but maybe find a way to earn a couple extra dollars. If you have a job, maybe see if you can pick up a couple extra hours. If you don't have a job, maybe see if you can do something for your parents, your neighbors. People people will give you money for doing simple things for them. If your neighbors have, uh, I don't know, they have snow in their driveway, or maybe you live in the desert, they've got sand in their driveway, t ask them if you could you could take care of that for them. They might pay you 20 bucks. Like Try try to do a couple little things. I know getting a phone is, n is not an easy thing, but man, I think you'd have to sell a lot of Lego sets to acquire an iPhone, depending on what what model you're getting. So don't make a decision like I made back in the day and trade your stuff in on something silly that you're going to regret later. Don't do that. Uh, as far as your motivation, ooh, maybe we should add you to next week's episode. Uh, I'm finding it difficult to upload because I'm lacking the motivation. Why do you find that you're lacking the motivation? Is it because you're not getting a lot of views? Is it because people aren't liking your videos? Is it because it takes a lot of work to edit? Is it all of those things? I understand. But if you really want to do videos, you have to have an interest in doing it and want to do it. And I can definitely see the motivation for Instagram where you just take a photo and you're like, yeah, that's the thing that I did. It's a lot easier, right? But I feel like YouTube is way more immersive and this is my platform. So maybe I'm not the person to 
to necessarily ask about that. But uh, if you're having a motivation block, you just got to tell yourself to do it, right? Like, I want to make a video today. I'm not going to put it off. I'm going to do it today. And I'm going to sit down with my my old friggin' Android phone or whatever I have. And I'm going to shoot a video on it. I'm going to do my best that I can. And I'm going to put that on YouTube. And I'm going to do it again next week. In fact, in that video, I'm going to tell the people that I'll be back next Thursday with another video for them. And I'm not going to let them down. Consistency is the thing that I always talk about. is the recipe for success. And you guys notice that I'm here every Sunday for you, right? It's consistency. If I took a week off or two weeks off, it'd be very hard for me to come back from this. So I try to be consistent. But fantastic comment, Brick Patch. I appreciate you, uh, without even knowing it, somehow hitting on every single topic that I was going to talk about this week. If I were you, I would probably I'd play the lottery because I think you uh, you might have some, some special abilities here. Let's go on to the next one here from Miguel, who is a, uh, a repeat offender, I believe. He says, dude, I'm totally down with you guys watching all the Marvel movies. I started off as an original trilogy Star Wars fan with episodes one through three. I grew up while they were released. Besides The Mandalorian, Marvel has become my new favorite universe since 2008. I'm also interested in all your thoughts on all the movies and uh, shows. Honestly, I don't know. You probably won't do a video reaction after each one, but that would be really perfect for me personally. I wish I could, dude. I wish I could sit down and be like, all right, I watched Thor Dark World last night, and this is what I gathered from it during the parts where I wasn't asleep. <laughs> But, oh, geez, we'll, we'll get there. I was, uh, it was the wonderful podcast, Greg. Keep it up, man. Hopefully you give the Fallout series a try for Gamertech, my all-time favorite game series. Fallout 3 was the last one I played. Probably my favorite PlayStation 3 game. Fantastic. But I, I, it's dangerous for me to play Fallout 3 since we didn't talk, or Fallout, since we didn't talk about Gamertech news. I'll talk about me being a Fallout hoarder. I'm literally the type of guy in that game where I search everything because you never know what you're going to miss out on. And like, I'm searching every drawer. I'm picking up like ashtrays, putting them in my backpack or whatever. It's, uh, it gets a little out of hand. Uh, so it's, I wish I could be one of those people that just plays through the game like a normal person, but I'm like, I'm a hoarder searcher. Uh, but I, I have Fallout 4 for PlayStation 4 in my backlog, and maybe we can play it. Maybe we'll do that as a streaming series once Clark Mann goes to school and it can become a thing. Uh, but yeah, thank you for the comment. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you're enjoying the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and hopefully my very brief description at the beginning of this episode was was enough for you to get a little taste, but we'll do more if you guys want to do it. Next one comes from Jim Rolfe, longtime contributor. Uh, always appreciate hearing from him as well. He says, in Disney+, Plus, there is a timeline view of the MCU. I'm watching that now. I probably should have done that, Jim. He says, good luck. 17 movies, I think almost all over two hours. I got to add the Hulk and Spidey movies in the timeline that Disney doesn't own. You got to do that before Avengers for Hulk and Civil War for Spidey. Good luck. Yeah, I knew I need to. I remember watching the Hulk movie, not loving it. You guys let me know if it's any good or not. But I, I need to see the Spidey movies. I saw Homecoming. I need to see Far From Home. So maybe we'll get like the, the double pack on on iTunes or something like that or, or uh, Amazon or whatnot. And uh, we'll give them a good watch. Uh, but thank you for the uh, suggestion. And, uh, you know, I maybe we should be watching these in the timeline order. I saw it on there. I feel people are, are telling me to do that. We'll see. I mean, I, I can always, I could probably, no, I can't go back now. I'm sorry. Next one. Next comment from your average brick it says, Hey, Greg, I love your content. First time I've commented, but I've been listening to Missing Pieces since episode one. Dang, he's a trooper. He somehow survived it. 2020 was a struggle and I had to sell all my collection. But like you say, pay off debt. And I did. It helped a lot with a better job and trying to get my insurance license. 2021 will be good for my Lego collecting journey and YouTube journey as well. Thanks for sharing your heart every week. I'll be here next week on Spotify, though, as I listen to my car. Dude, thank you. I'm uh, Well, I'm sorry you had to sell your collection, but you made 
you made a good choice. Getting out of debt, I mentioned last time, the one thing that, there is one thing that I would potentially sell Lego for, and that is to pay off debt. Not to buy an iPhone, but to pay off debt. I think you made the right decision because debt is one of those things that can really hold you back from what you really want to do. It becomes a becomes a ball and chain that you have to carry around with you. So congratulations on that. I hope 2021 is your year. I hope you get that insurance license. Make a killing off of premiums. And I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't use the word killing in insurance. I uh, hope you do really well with the uh, with insurance uh, commissions. That's the word. And uh, you can re regather all your sets and be debt-free and love life. Thank you for the comment, my friend. Next one comes from Plizzy Games. It says, hey, Greg, long-time listener, first-time commenter. We got a lot of time, a lot of first-time commenters here. Thank you, guys. I just want to say that all these podcasts are so great. I love how consistent you are with all your videos. Every day when I get home from school, I always know that I'll have something incredibly awesome and new to watch. Thank you. It says, keep doing what you're doing, inspiring people, all around the world with your advice and experience, just like you did with me. I created a YouTube channel called Plizzy Games, and I just hit 10 subscribers. I'm so pumped. Dude, proud of you, man. That's awesome. I really appreciate what you say there about consistency. I know we talked about that a little bit in this episode, and I'm going to keep hitting that home because I feel like that's important. But one thing that you said in your in one of your sentences here, and I saw a lot this week, and I, I, I read every single comment. I try not just to put the ones in or like, Greg, I love, I love what you do. You're, you're amazing or whatever. Like I, I don't feel like that really pushes the show forward, but it sure does make me feel good when I read those comments, when I wake up on Saturday mornings, uh, he's, he's the word inspiring, inspiring people all around the world. And I saw probably like four or five comments that used the word inspiring from last week's episode. I was just, I was just like blown away by that. That like really made me feel good. I, I feel like I'm just sitting down here talking about Marvel movies and Lego sets with you guys, but like it's, it's crazy to think that maybe someone's inspired by this episode. Makes me feel like, makes me feel amazing. Like I, I feel like Iron Man right now. I'm, I'm just kidding, but oh, dude, it's, it's really something to think about, right? Like you can sit down with a camera and a microphone. You could talk about your week, and somehow somebody can, dang it. <laughs> I'm not going to get emotional. Somebody can be inspired by that. Maybe it can change someone's life. Like, it's just crazy. This next comment here is, it's, it's an example of that. This is from Jaden. He says, I just wanted to comment, let you know that your channel has been the light in my life, especially in some of my most lonely and darkest times. Shoot. Seeing your positivity and the way you talk or way you and Clark interact, truly, and I mean this, have helped me on, put me on the right path. And on some of my dark days, your videos have helped me make it through another day. And I'm still here as proof. Thank, thank you for all you do for us, Greg. Much love, Jaden. Jaden, thank you for the kind comment, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> I just got done saying, like, just, just putting out videos. I'm, I'm sharing my Lego collecting journey. I'm showing what a day looks like with my son who's six years old and what we do. I'm not trying to inspire anybody. I'm just, just, just sharing who I am. Incredible, guys. Thank, thank you for the, for the kindness. I appreciate that. Let's now uh, turn into some wins of the week as I try to hold things together here. Starting with uh, Cam's Got Bricks. He says, thank you for always being here and inspiring. Wow, I, 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 this wasn't intentional. Inspiring us to be the best Lego parents possible. My one of the week is I ordered a set that I've always been dreaming of having, the Disney castle. Ooh, yeah, it's in my backlog too. I dreamed of having it as well. Uh, I got to get around to building it, but I bet you'll build yours before I do. You let me know how you enjoy it. I, I got to find a place for it. It's a big set. That's the thing that held me back, but man, you're going to, you're going to have fun with that. I hope you and your family enjoy it thoroughly, Cam. Next one comes from TJ 
TJ's Brick says, thank you, Greg, for another episode. I listen to these podcasts at work on a Sunday as they give me something to enjoy while working. As Brickstar says, everyone collects differently. The boxes on the walls idea has really stuck with me as something I'd like to do once possible. My win of the week was starting to build the most recent AT-AT Star Wars set. Sorry for the long comment in the random order. Have a fantastic week. One thing I never want you guys to do is apologize for a long comment. I see that. I see it several times per week where someone's like, eh, sorry for the long comment. Sorry. For no. Longer the better. Get your get your fingers out and start typing away. I'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you. Congratulations on your Star Wars set. I hope you hope you have lots of fun with it. The next one here, and final one is a multi-part one. If you want to talk about long comments, this is one. This comes from Chris Robinson, who says that he wants to share his wins of the week. Uh, and he has a few, but he'll try to be quick. Number one, he got a tattoo. Something I've been wanting to do for about a year, and I finally took the plunge and did it. It hurt, but I'm beyond pleased with the result. My wife loves it to boot. Hey, getting a wife that loves your new tattoo, I think you already had a win of the week there, my friend. Number two on his win of the week, he's got three of them here. Started recording a podcast. I guess your not-so-subliminal messaging worked. It's called Two Dudes in Tunes. One of my close, longtime friends and I discuss our favorite albums. We're trying to record 10 episodes before we release it just to give ourselves some lead time if we need to take a week off. It's been incredibly enjoyable and fulfilling, and I can see why it's your favorite thing that you do. Very cool, dude. Uh, two dudes with tunes. Two dudes and tunes. Check it out someday when, when he has all the episodes out. Uh, last but not least, he bought 6761 Bandit Secret Hideout on Bricklink and Build It. Is that a Western set? Because I'm pretty sure that's an amazing set. He said, it's a set I've wanted since childhood. It sounds like we are similar ages. And it was everything I wanted and more. The Bandit minifigs are my favorite minifigs of all time. And I love the old-fashioned pistols and rifles that come with the set. I don't prefer old sets and new ones, but I've been riding that wave of nostalgia for a while. And it shows no signs of stopping. Thanks, and as always, for sharing your life, Greg. It's always a highlight of my week. Thank you, man. Congratulations on your your multitude, multitude? multiple wins of the week, man. Proud of you. I... I Getting a tattoo, starting a podcast, and building your favorite Lego set from childhood. How does it get any better than that? And uh, I feel like that's a good way to send you guys out. So on that, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Missing Pieces. I I love it. Favorite thing I do every week. I say that all the time, and it's, it's absolutely true. Hopefully you got something out of this, whether you're entertained, encouraged, inspired, maybe, uh, informed, unlikely. Uh, I, I hope you, you find enjoyment in these episodes. I I just love sitting down here and talking to you guys, and I love hearing back from you. Please do me a huge favor in this next week's episode. If you could comment on any of the topics I talked about here, I'd love to share your feedback. If the motivation thing gets enough, me and Mrs. Brickitect, or Mrs. Brickitect and I, she's an English teacher, we'll sit down and we'll do an extra pieces episode talking about motivation, our thoughts on that, and how you guys feel about it and your thoughts on it as well. If you want to support this podcast, a couple things you can do. You can... Of course, leave some feedback. You can leave a like in this video. You can do that if you want. You don't have to. It really doesn't matter. I'd love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you can do that there. I always check the Apple one, just see if there's any new ones, and it always warms my heart. Seems like we have a pretty good rating on there, and that's cool, right? I'm trying to become the number one Missing Pieces podcast on there. We've slowly been climbing our way up from like the fourth spot. Uh, I didn't search how many people had Missing Pieces in the title of their podcast before starting, and it turns out there were a lot. So we're moving our way up. I think we're like in the, the top row. Right? So I'd like to get up the top left to be like that, that number one thing. Uh, you can join us on Patreon if you want to support us. That's like the biggest thing you can do. It's a huge help. It helps me buy things like the modular police station, and I share that, and I try to give those guys as much value as I can for all the things they do for me. But most of all, you can just thoroughly enjoy this podcast, and I hope you did. So on that, I hope we find you in the next Missing Pieces episode.